0: Welcome to the Zwarply Cycling Podcast. Today we will have a special episode because Remco and Poole just did a mutant stuff in Tour of Norway on stage three. He produced unbelievable power, and today I, Carlos, also cycling and Nijka, or Gabriel Strojic, will discuss what the hell happened in uh, Tour of Norway and why Remco did the best watts and even beat uh, Dale Pogacar's best performance ever. Nijka, tell what Remco did in Tour of Norway today.
1: Today in Tour of Norway, we had a mountaintop finish on the Staffsrow climb. 12.1 kilometers at 7.6% is the official climb, but it tails off at the end. We only took the steep section for that, which is 10.5 kilometers at 8.7%. Remco Avenapool dropped everyone without any real acceleration, or we didn't see any any on TV. He just rode them off the real Indorain style, 30 minutes, 23 seconds. At 6.5 watts per kilogram, a VAM of 1,801, crazy performance. Tadej Pogacar has never performed this at this level in a pure watts per kilogram test. He just hasn't. Jay Wine also insane performance. Only 26 seconds behind on the climb. 6.34 watts per kilogram etalon for him. Crazy performance from both of them.
0: Yeah. Also, if people will say there was a tailwind and and that's the reason why Ramco was really fast. J1 uploaded his uh, power data on Strava. He put 435 watts uh, for 30 minutes and he's 69 kilograms. So yeah, that's uh, 6.3, 6.2 watts per kilo. So it's insane.
1: Yeah, so it matches the calculation as well. We I al- always include the weather, the tailwind, everything. So don't have to worry about that usually. Um, also, like the people behind Remco, like plop losing one minute and five it's probably probably his best climbing performance ever Johansson, lauren Suisse, ite chavez brenner like within two minutes they also put out probably for most of them their best power ever chavez excluded but yeah you
0: know, like crazy a, a, yeah. everyone in top 10 except Esteban chavez and theo Gegenhardt their best performances ever probably like top 20 and top 30 minute power ever uh,
1: and easily. from judging from that you might think that it was a super easy stage but it wasn't actually that easy we had a few climbs before um yeah a cat to a cat one before the climb and there was also crosswind action so the kilojoule were not that low 12.5 kilojoule per kilogram per hour for over four hours uh, medium difficulty not super difficult but yeah not not like Jebel Hafeet or something
0: yeah for example when there was a uh, echelon action and the Ineos uh, attacked JY needed to push 371 watts for over 30 minutes which is like 5.4 watts per kilo so 5.4 watts per kilo for 30 minutes before the climb also isn't <laughs> that easy
1: yeah, and that just shows uh, yeah, how uh, what a level Ramko and Vine are already like. Ramko's ball wasn't climbing well at all in early season, yeah. but he said he would, after the audience, he would focus on climbing for La Vuelta. And here we go. He's already pushing 6.5 watts per kilogram for 30 minutes. If he continues at this level for the Vuelta, he, he can beat the Slovenians.
0: Nobody, even Roglic and Pogacar hasn't performed so well in races on on so long climbs and it's crazy because there was a, in Strava, there was a Roglic uh, uh, climbing test on uh, Madon and he put also like 6.5 watts per kilo for 30 minutes, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it
1: was also
0: 6.5 for 30. It was like after three hours and 3000 kilowatt joules. So yeah, it was maybe easier than this stage. So these are yeah peak Pogacar Roglic levels maybe even higher <laughs> from Ramco. Yeah, this is like Ramco is only 22. Yeah, 22.
1: yeah, he's he's younger than Pogacar. Like if he the only question mark really is how he can perform after multiple days and after hard stages. But like if he if he stays relative to this level, he is easily up there as the with the Slovenes as the favorite for La Vuelta. Yeah. And Jay Vine as well. I mean he's probably on very low contract on Alpecin. Yeah, so
0: and, and he's also signed up also to next year. So yeah. Yeah.
1: Like if he performs at this level in World Tour, Jay Vine he could easily top 3 World Tour stage races. So he's probably quite a bargain deal for Alpecin and could could end up on a big team and a, with a big contract after his contract runs out yeah. right?
0: like dumbsticks like on uemers raffle mike and uh, george bennett gets more than one million euro per season and j1 produced way higher performances than they insane and yeah he if he does this stuff in yeah big races he might also get a big contract on certain yeah. figures Yeah, we'll
1: see how it goes in Tour de Suisse. Remco and Vine both going to Tour de Suisse, where we'll see them, uh, yeah, fighting against Daniel Felipe Martinez, who might be the first best climber in the world at the moment. So that will be an interesting battle, and as well, Pancho Vlasov will get absolutely ruined on the mountainside just by them. So yeah, chopper
0: Sergio here. Higita will be there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Talking about chopper. Vine also <laughs> nearly crashed or half crashed on the climb today after riding into Remco, who was like swerving around yeah. and rode into Remco's back wheel. So he probably had to do a watt search there as well, which cost him a bit. Those two are crazy love but right now. Th-
0: there's, it's... I think, even one more crazy thing we didn't mention is that uh, Cian Utebrooks finished sixth, and he's only a 19 year old guy. He's in, yeah. like, this is the first year after his junior year. Send. He produced maybe a higher performance than Remco at 19-year-old, yeah, when he was not 19.
1: wasn't Remco at 19-year-old in 12 of Turkey? Yeah, but that was, like, really that was like, higher.
0: Really, like, Sian, like, lost only one minute and 23 seconds, so.
1: Yeah, that will be, like, 6.05 6. 6. 6. or something okay. around that, and Relative Remco did, it like, 6.1 for pretty long in Kartepe in Tour of Turkey 2019. But yeah. yeah, but he's also at a high level. You would, I think, completely ruin everyone at Total Avenue, probably.
0: Yeah, he, he's like next, next Remco pool <laughs> Like, there's, at uh, this race, is like even Marco Brenner, who is like uh two years younger than Remco. And he was yeah, also called next Remco. And yeah, he finished state. And yeah, this is also his best performance so far. Also only not 19-year-old guy. So, riding for DSM signed so until 2024 so yeah maybe we'll we'll quit the team early probably like everyone else who is good
1: yeah it's pretty crazy how how the young riders are performing here lawrence suiz from intermarche is also pretty young 23 still
0: yeah he has contract <laughs> also next year so yeah like basically Quickstep should sign yeah him and wine for remco is domestics but yeah they, they, yeah, they are quick step
1: still... really need to look out for domestics for remco because if he's at that level he's like easily grown to a loving winning level and his domestics at the moment like his best climate domestics are Cataneo, uh Luis veracca like he's the he's the most consistent yeah. yeah, that's not the level you need to win a grad. I mean, if he's at this level, he might even win with a shit squad. But uh, yeah, over time, he, he'll he need some serious domestics. Jan Hurt now probably increased this value by five times uh, uh, after his performance. Or Pools after yeah, yesterday. And yeah, probably also increased this value after his performance in Giro Italia. And Vine probably as well after yesterday. Yeah. So yeah um or after today so yeah quick step will need to look out for some climbing domes but probably yeah for needs to needs to splash a cash on on not sprinters for once
0: yeah but, but it's hard because like quick step always have been yeah, a classics team not the climbers team and climbers uh, costs mo- much more than uh, classics guys or sprinters yeah, that is that is the thing. Yeah. Also, one more thing. Uh, Magnus Scheffel finished ninth. <laughs> He's only also twenty year old. He's a classic rider. If he uh, uh, sh- like drop 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 some kilograms, he might also become a GC rider. Uh, won the Vervance appeal in April, so Americans might have a, a real Grand Tour rider, not like Sepkus who can't do shit in. Time crawls and isn't consistent at all.
1: The uh, Sheffield is a mega talent. Like he's already right up there in the classics, Bravats Pale, and now he's o- and he's also shown like today as well. Or I think I can't remember where, but he's also climbed decently well in some other stage. Like it can also climb, so it's very versatile.
0: Uh, yeah, let's end this today's podcast. We will cover the Giro Queen stage, which will be after two days. Thanks for listening. And uh, I hope Remco will put performance like this in Volta Espana against Pogacar and Roglic if they are racing. It, it's starting to get boring when Slovenians win everything, everything important. And yeah, it's good when. Someone else who isn't from Slovenia is also performing. So, yeah, thanks for listening and goodbye.
1: Comment where Remco will finish in the Vuelta.